0: hello ollie hello dave uh i'm sorry i can't be with you this week because i'm poorly um had a had a very well qualified medical person shove a scalpel in my abdomen and put bits of my gut back where they were supposed to be uh so that's good but the bad news is I feel a bit uh poorly and not up for shouting so uh have a great babble without me sorry i can't be with you see you soon bye
1: oh poor
0: oh
1: Poor old. Well, never mind, listener. We're still going to babble anyway. Welcome to Sustain Babble. We are your friendly little weekly environment podcast all about people and the planet and all of the bollocks that goes on in the name of trying to keep it clean. Uh, so we have no old, but we have got a Jules. Hello, Jules. Hi, Dave. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk to Jules in a minute. Jules is my old chum, and he's also one of the largest brains in the world brackets about recycling, crows brackets. So we're going to talk about recycling, which is a thing that you do, and let's face it, is a sodding mystery. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to demystify it. We're going to work out what you should put in what bin and what you shouldn't. And we're going to ask, is the whole thing a complete blinking waste of sodding arse in time? Anyway, aren't we, Jules? I thought you were going to say a load of rubbish. Uh... Didn't you have that? Uh, yeah, okay, hang on, will do it again. Yeah, yeah. We're going to ask whether it's a load of rubbish, aren't we, Jules? That's right. <laughs> yeah, very <Yes>. good. <laughs> very good. Um, so, we'll do all of that. Um, now, Jules, could you please
0: read out the usual disclaimer? Would you like me to read the usual disclaimer? Yes. Okay. Uh, Apologies for my handwriting. Right? Okay, and I sh- this is obviously channeling Ollie, who usually reads the No, usual I normally disclaimer? do it, but I'm just giving you something to Okay, useful. I do listen every week. Yeah. Okay, just the usual disclaimer. We do work for environmental charities. But these are very much, in capitals, our own views. So if you've got any beef with anything that we say, take it up with us and not with anyone for whom we work. Yes? Yes. Very good. You can have the
1: job. Splendid. Right on with it. Oh, good. Right, so, Jules, good, hello Hello, who are you? Why are you in
0: here? Uh, What's going on? Well, I guess to you, I'm Jules Hello Jules Flatmate, bandmate, all the rest of it, once upon a time Yeah, we did all that, didn't we? We've seen each other's bottoms (laughs) I don't remember that bit It's all yours Uh, And, yeah, okay, cool Um, (laughs) And moving on, and I'm also Julian Kirby of Friends of the Earth Our sort of plasticky person very good. Plastic is a thing everyone is talking about, uh, yes,
1: uh, but what they, I remember a time, cast your mind back, I remember a time, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, when everyone was into recycling, and that was a thing that everyone did. You know, like, you put your things in your box, and you put your box out for a mystery van, and the mystery van takes it away to a mystery place, and then you can drive your 4x4 four four around... Everybody happy. Uh, then everyone was right about other stuff. But recycling's still a thing that people, like, get a bit excited about. They're all like, I've do, well, I do me recycling. What does recycling mean to you, Jules? Oof. Uh,
0: so recycling, it does mean lots of things. Uh, uh, look. Recycling is a good thing to do. So we can take the piss out of recycling, we can take the piss out of people who do their recycling and then go on 15 million flights a year to extravagant places and all the rest of it. It is a good thing to do. But the important thing to think about recycling is that it is the least good thing to do. Because, if you've not heard of the three R's, the three R's are reduce, reuse and recycle. In that order.
1: I recycle all my cans and in turn, a kid in Kenya gets a new pair of shoes. Uh, Don't ask me how it works, but... That's how it works.
0: <laughs> I like recycling, but I also don't think we should have to do it. Huh. And that's the thing. Uh, we recycle, many of us, most of us, as much as we can. And that's, that's right. But we shouldn't have to recycle much of that stuff because the companies that make and market all the stuff that we're having to recycle are making and marketing far too much of the stuff that we then have to recycle. And actually, they should be focusing on the reduce and they should be shifting their business models much more to the reuse So that, we're not filling up a bin full of clutter every week. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, three
0: R's. What are they again? Reduce, Reduce, reuse, recycle. In that order. So if
1: you want to be green, don't be recycling a thing that you didn't need to have in the first place. I asked my colleague, in the office here. Well, that's loads of people. I said, Oi, I've got that Jules uh, from Friends of the Earth coming on here to talk about recycling. And they went, Oh, recycling! Right, good. Ask him, they said, what the hell happens to it? Does anything... Is there any point in it at all? If I bung stuff in a recycling bin, does it just go to a mystery fairyland, otherwise known as Ole in the Ground, or how much of it actually goes to making new things? Uh, so if you could answer that, that'd be great. And i go
0: 1 to 10, how much do you like it when people say it depends? Uh, (laughs) Am I going to get annoyed with you in the course of this podcast? (laughs) I think you get very annoyed with me. So, of course, it depends where you are. It depends what the thing is and all the rest of it. Now, uh, we have uh, postcode lottery in extremis in this country for recycling. How many klaxons do I get for that? Uh, No, you're right. Okay, cool. Um, Because... Uh, And this is going to change. It's very likely to change. But we've got a very kind of liberalised approach to recycling in England because waste and and related policy areas like recycling are devolved. So the different constituent countries in the UK do things wherever they see fit. Um, But in England in particular, every county... And subdivisions of counties does things how they see fit, which which means that you've got from one area to the next, even from one side of the street to the next, quite literally, you have different uh, collection regimes. So it might be that you have plastic bottles collected on one side of the street, but not on the other. Um, and what that, even within the same borough? That would be the case. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Oh. It's a very complicated system. And one of the things that um, I'll gove is go go gove. What this
1: bloke? Your challenge and your premises, eh, uh, gove? You haven't done enough. And one of the points that I made right at the beginning is no, no. I, a, I would never dream in calling a of calling you and B, yep. I
0: certainly wouldn't. Is uh, trying to is trying to sort out is is uh, introduce a bit more uniformity uh to that a bit more consistency across across england good thing yeah um Do, is so michael you, gove doing a good thing he is doing he's doing some good things huh. this this is true we must give credit where credit is due mm. so he is doing some good things now we can come on later to whether he's doing enough oh good as long as we make sure we talk about the yeah, bad things <laughs> not interested in good things just bad <laughs> That's things. right there's shit coming <laughs> so yeah uh, Ah, lost a train really now here. But a Govi is going to make it uniform. That's what, what was. What was before that though? Uh, the different kind of. Well, it depends. Well, it depends. What happens to it was your question. Yes. Right? So the question, it, it varies from place to place. But look, uh, I'll go with plastic because that's my, my expert area. So two thirds of the plastic that is collected for recycling in this country is exported. Where? Good question. Uh. So uh, much of it used to go to China. And then China has recently said, uh, we don't want that anymore, unless it's really good quality, recycled. there's a jargon term. Um, really good quality, meaning what not covered in shoes. It's not contaminated with other waste streams. So, so, so here's the thing, because a lot of the recycling systems in England in particular uh, don't, let's say, put the requisite effort into... Making sure that different materials are kept separate from other, you know, other materials. Right? You even get paper mixed up with plastic and they glass mixed give up a with sod food. Less about it, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. It all gets chucked in the back of a truck. Right. You, you know, your wax it in a big bin and it all gets tipped in the back of a truck. It even gets crushed up, so you get glass breaking into it and all the rest of it. This goes off to things called MRFs, which is a Materials Recovery Facility. MRF. You are getting a tax from <laughs> the <That's>
1: MRF. Right.
0: <laughs> in fact, you're uh, going to get one of these as well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it goes off to a morph and uh, now if it's a busy 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 day in those uh, can I say Murph again then they run the conveyor belts quickly but as you can imagine if you've got you know just piles of crap trundling along on a conveyor belt and people trying to pick the stuff out and technology trying to blow and pick and magnetize the stuff out the faster it goes the 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 less good a job it does the more gets mixed up That stuff all gets put into bales, and those bales of cans or plastic or paper or whatever else, allegedly, um, get exported to markets, whether that's less or pretty much not at all now anymore China, but increasingly Malaysia or Indonesia or Vietnam or even close to home Turkey, Poland, and those countries then, uh, if it's not very well sorted, recycle it, which oftentimes it isn't are well sorted, um, then have to do the job of resorting it all over again. But the thing is, and this is one of the big crappy things about the, the, the recycling system in this country, is that there is no requirement for an audit trail once that stuff's exported. Whoa. So, And yet it gets counted as having been recycled. Whoa! So hang on,
1: we get a big square squished up cube of stuff that may be plastic and may also contain nappies and body parts, right? <laughs> we put it in a boat, we take that boat in some of the dirtiest fuels what you can get and take it to the other side of the world yeah at which point we go well that's recycled well, as far as we know it's getting inserted directly into the arsehole of a whale
0: give or take a couple of arseholes yeah i think we should be fair to the boat because particularly <laughs> particularly no, I need to pick you <laughs> up on the boat <laughs> you know, boats have feelings too and um, when the boats were going back to China, in particular, China now the workshop of the world. You know, the boats were coming to Europe, dumping off all of the plastic bambies and all the rest of it that we were buying, and then going home empty, and going home empty to the place where they need raw materials to make stuff. So actually, quite a good thing if those empty boats were taking back plastic and metals and paper that they could remake into new stuff. That that in principle is is a good thing. Of course, even better if we could have that circle happening, you know, locally, so you don't have so many miles and blah blah blah, and you've got industry here and jobs and etc.
1: Right, good. Now, you're getting a recycling quiz. I would normally give Ola a recycling quiz at this point, but he's not here, so you're getting it. And you mm. should find this easy I will because he's a cretin. Mm. So, uh, I'm going to give you a mystery bag full of treats. Joy. <laughs> here, is your mystery bag full of treats. Now, this is all stuff. Hang on a minute, I'll give you this bag. It looks like it smells. Uh, yes, it's not the best. Yeah, cool. There we are. Don't go do in there yet. Thanks no, for it's that. No, no. Good. Now, um... The the bag itself is part of the mystery bag full of treats. Now, what we're going to do, this is all stuff that I fisked out Mm. of the recycling in this office about an hour before you turned up. Mm. Uh, So all of this, genuinely, someone here has put into, Mm. bearing in mind, by the way, this is a hippie trendy office full of people who should know better. This is all stuff that people have put into the recycling here today. Now, some of it's legit, I'm pretty sure, but what I thought we'd do is for you to pull out piece by piece from your mystery exciting bag uh some stuff and then uh tell me whether or not it should be in the recycling and also if you' just any idea about like i've got questions about some of it so uh, if you could pull out uh something and tell me what you've got that'd be great are you up for that
0: uh
1: I guess I have to be. You do have to be, yes. Oh, and yes, then. Uh, and some of it stinks. Sorry about that. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> There's a milk bottle
0: there whose lid I'm not opening. <laughs>
1: well, I'll start with that one then. Go and get that out.
0: Oh, okay. It's a milk bottle. It's a milk hey. bottle. What, uh, what, was it? What, what sort of milk bottle? Okay. Well, t- tell the listeners what you can see. Hi, listeners. Um, it's an organic milk well, There we go. Organic. There you go. <laughs> Tick for organic. It's milk and more. And more. <laughs> nice yes, Hopefully, sorry. just milk. <laughs> or did you know so uh there you go it's two pints it's a two-pint standard plastic milk bottle with a green lid so can that go in your recycling but what i mean by like i know i know the answer to this
1: is always it depends right because in this trendy office we actually pay a company to come take this stuff away so and presumably do a lot of the sifting that you were talking about but imagine you're in your house and you're just like an average kind of house can you be fairly safe that you can bung that in the recycling and what about its
0: lid so in some parts of England, you could put this plastic milk bottle into your recycling and it would be recycled. And there's a little triangle at the bottom, which has got a two inside it. Oh, yeah, what does and that mean? And underneath that, it says HDPE, which is high-density polyethylene. And that is a widely recycled type of plastic. It's so number two. So if you see, yeah.
1: is it, what are the numbers?
0: Uh, crudely, like, what, they're just different sorts of plastic. One, to one at least a seven, I don't know if it goes... Much beyond that, but there, there are there are so many types of plastic, and there are more types of plastic being sort of invented all the time. Um, but in in kind of common place use and visibility for us ordinary folk, uh, there are I don't know probably five, six, seven, eight types of plastic you come across fairly regularly. Um, and and your household, your drinks bottle plastics will be like a two or a five. I can't remember if it's a one or not. And um, basically, the types of plastic that, that that most of us come across are your bottles. Your bottle tops tend to be a slightly different type of plastic. Um, uh, polystyrene is what well, expanded polystyrene, so that fluffy, foamy stuff, which is absolutely terrible. That is what I would call a problem plastic that we should get rid of. The thing so you like when, to, you,
1: when you buy some electronics, the thing it's wrapped like. Yeah, you have yeah.
0: to look at it and it starts crumbling and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. searching like for it. Like Theresa May. Yes. <laughs> want us to get on with it. And that is what I am determined to do. So um, many of them aren't recyclable, but this milk bottle is a widely recycled, but not everywhere recycled what? thing. So not everywhere will even take them things, which you get, which every household's got in them. Far as I know, far as I know. I mean, you know, things, things have changed. I haven't, I haven't been paying attention to every local authority in this great country of ours uh, to, to check that. Perhaps I should do after this. Should have done my research Dave. I'm sorry. Good. Right, next. That's so exciting. Now it's it? wrapped, though. Well, of course, it isn't wrapped. I've got out of the recycling bin. Right. Ah, now this. Now. Mm. Yeah,
1: sorry about this one. Um.
0: <laughs> well, at least it smells of chocolate. It doesn't smell of, like, beef gone off or something. So, uh, listeners, you are dying to know what this is. This is a black plastic tub... That mm. seems to have had some sort of gatto in it, or some chocolatey pudding, which is and nice. And indeed, still has bits of gatto in it. Does it Does still have. Yeah. There's yeah. a tiny part of me that wants to stick a finger around it and lick it, but don't I do that. It that might do might be not be good. gatto. Uh, there's a triangle on the back which doesn't have a number in it. What? Which is confusing, but it says PET underneath. So, and yeah, most people won't have a clue what that means, and I only have a fraction of a clue what that means. Um, PET is a widely recycled type of plastic. You could recycle this, uh, even though it's black. Because rec-
1: uh, Tanya Ferry on, uh, on our Twitter feed says, is there really no way of recycling black plastic? It's a thing that people
0: think, you can't recycle black plastic. So you got me just before the butt. So yes, you could recycle PET because it's PET. But the problem with it being black is that the machines that do the sorting out what can be recycled and what not, scooping it off the conveyor belts in the materials recovery facilities, um, they're not very good at understanding black. So they use infrared sensors and black basically buggers their heads and so they can't they can't do it and so that's why black plastic black plastic food trays um are a bit of a no-no they are also a bit of a a um a problem plastic that us in the ngo world think we should do away with so yes that would be a bad thing if it were a different color then that would be okay why is it black then it's black because it makes your food look more appetizing basically it's a marketing thing well, it's particularly just i mean just visually purely visually well apparently you hmm. know i don't sell food but apparently um but particularly apparently uh it's black in the case of meats because it makes the blood look less bad
1: monday is mince day so there are two maxi packs of that then it goes chicken chops chicken before rounding out the week with a whole rope of wall's pork sausages i like sausages well that that thing there uh sorry it's not clean but the other thing i was going to ask you is whether whether or not Whoever, what miscreant put that in the recycling should should have have washed it first. Okay. Are you supposed to wash your recycling? No, that's a good
0: question, isn't it? One often raised. Uh, So, um, as ever, there's a trade-off. And uh, if it is, like, colossally full of rotted putridity, then you should probably re-wash it because... It's think nice. of the people who are doing the job. That's <laughs> it doesn't it. sound it, like the it's nicest it's job nice. in the world anyway. I think that I what think. maybe we forget is that real humans work in this industry. And for me, the main reason why you would just do a rinse, you don't have to scrub it clean with, under boiling water, but do a little rinse is because real humans are picking up these bins and they're tipping these bins and they get spilt over with mung. Oh. And it's very nasty. And of course, the people standing next to the conveyor belts are having this mung, you know, trundle along in front of them and it's probably a little bit smelly. So it's just a nice thing to do. You don't have to make them super super clean because you know oftentimes they're going to get rinsed or 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 whatever it's all going to get sorted out right next okay crinkle crinkle we have some Aluminium foil. Ah, now this is one I don't know the answer to. Whether or not this, should instinctively go I crush it up in my fingers because, right or wrong, I, uh, I my assumption is right. Aluminium foil is aluminium, and aluminium is an extremely resource-intensive, energy-intensive in particular material. Um, very quite valuable. You here's a stat for you: uh, if you recycle aluminium then you use a 20th of the energy as you would do getting the aluminium out of the ground in the first place. Good to recycle it. Yeah, good to recycle it. Uh, and uh, I think that it's probably, but this is just me educated guessing here, that it's probably good to always put your foil in the recycling bin and to crush it up tiny. I'll pop it in the chocolate tub. Here we have a Twix wrapper, which is just thoroughly evil because... Just so you can get a little sensory. What what arsehole put there? that in there? What? Who thinks twix arsehole. wrappers go in the recycle? That is recyclable nowhere at all. None of it. Uh, none of it. It looks it, like metal. It's a composite of aluminium and plastic. Oh. Put together. So but those that, thi- those things are recyclable, but separately. they would be on their own. Oh. But because they're fused together, and God knows how you get them apart with a bit of glue and some dye and all the rest of it on it, uh, it's just not worth anyone's effort to do that so that definitely does not belong in the recycling does that apply
1: then to anything that's kind of shiny on the inside basically can't go in the recycling it's a bit of a generalization but
0: um the, the, the way they, the, the the authorities on this stuff, um, advise to, dis- to, to work out whether this is a Christmas thing, really, whether wrapping paper, same principles, um, is recyclable or not, is the crinkle test. So if you crinkle it up and then it goes, pling, and it uncrinkles itself, then that's because it's got plastic lining on it and it basically bangs back into place. Um, whereas if it was just paper, it would just stay all huddled up and having a kutch with itself. Like a May. That's right. Yes, she's feeling a bit. Need a cut
1: off. God, what are we going to do? Don't worry, Mr B. I have a cunning plan to solve the problem.
0: OK, so... Can't get into to the bottom of my Christmas hamper. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't, Don't worry. Come we get next okay. year? I'll get you another one. Hmm. Oh, cool. Another pile of rubbish. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You do me good, good turns. So, what we have here, dear listener, and thanks for still being with us after this little patrol for a rubbish heap. Did you know that Mr Gove did this? When he was a young reporter, he actually did this to famous people, including David Attenborough. What? He got. Went through their bins. He went through their bins. He literally went through their bins. Him and his Channel 4 production crew went and they grabbed the bin bags of famous people, including Attenborough, what? in order essentially to sort of try and do a bit of a sting on environmental. Well, have sex uh, for 24 hours. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. That's not what you meant, yeah, no, that, Sorry. That, That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yager and Does there any footage exist of this? There actually is. There actually is. It went viral a while ago, a few months ago.
1: First stop was the elegant North London home of the popular musician, Mr Sting.
0: <laughs> and it's quite funny because you've got like a 21-year-old Michael Gove who is interviewing uh, an at the time Friends of the Earth employee um, who didn't know what they were doing, they was They didn't have any idea who the bins were that were being rifled through, and, and the production company with Mr Gove uh, had said, right, what do you think of this bin bag? What do you think of that bin bag? Not dissimilar to what we're doing here, except you're going to tell me in a minute that this is David Attenborough's bin bag, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that is David cool.
1: Attenborough's discarded cardboard thing.
0: All anyway, right, so what we have here is, uh, I guess it's a card takeaway box that had some food in it, and... Uh, it's a dilemma, isn't it? Because you get one of these little um, cardboard foodie takeout boxes and you think, well, that's good because it's not plastic. Uh, and you think, well, do I recycle it or does it go in the compost or in the straight bin? It's got a bit of food in it. It's definitely greasified. Uh, and I think there's no clear answer. This one has been put in the recycling. I think that's probably fair enough because it's only got a bit of grease on it. There is an interesting thing I would say about card and food, in particular pizza boxes. So... Uh, the regulations around the, the chemicals that are in the materials that your recycled card is made from, your pizza box is made from, are terribly weak, which means that your pizza box, I hate to put you off your takeaway dinner, but your pizza box could actually have some fairly nasty chemicals in it from the cardboard's previous life as a Bit Chem- packaging around yeah. it, exactly some chemicals or some car yeah. tires or something, and that kind of thing. So, um I guess the point of that is just it's a really complicated thing. One of the things about recycling, whilst it's a good thing we should do more recycling, is that we also need to think about the complexities of it. And if you're okay, so if you're a parent and you're giving your kids plastic toys to play with, there's a very serious risk that there are very, very, very nasty chemicals, quite a long list of nasty chemicals um, associated with the plastic that those toys are made of, because those toys have been made up of plastic that's been recycled. Mm And those toys have been made in, in China, and they don't have any regulations about what the plastic uh, and where it came from, the provenance of the plastic would be. And the wonderful people at ChemTrust Trust uh, have done some really great research looking at the nasty chemicals that are involved in or associated with plastic toys that were made out of recycled plastic or uh, pizza box cardboard that was recycled card.
1: And last but not least, Jules. Uh, the the first thing that I fisked out of the recycling earlier was that. This is a white plastic bag, which was
0: the bag that I put all the other stuff in. That's right, but so it was actually in the recycling. Yes. Ooh. Now, of course, you are in a commercial establishment. Yes. Right. Which means that you have uh, your waste and recycling is collected not by your local authority, but by a company and your company might collect plastic bags for recycling. I think it probably doesn't. Certainly, I don't know of any local authority that collects plastic bags for recycling. You can take your plastic bags to a lot of supermarkets and shove them in a uh, big thingy. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then they have massive great wad of plastic bags. They're all the same thing, the same plastic. It's actually worthwhile. It's a good thing to do. It's a good thing for them to do. And so They, it's, can, so it's they good. can put it in a murph. They can put it in a mirth, and that's right, morph noise. Uh, and yeah, so that works. But that's that's a system that's working because you've got millions of people, hundreds, of whatever people coming to a shop and they're concentrating the, the floppy plastic bags into one place, uh, and then you've got a nice economy of scale, a concentration of whatever, whatever. Um, but if you're a local authority collecting all sorts of crap, then the old plastic bag in amongst there is just not good news at all so i don't know of any local authority that collects plastic bags
1: so uh, i've got a couple of questions for you before we finish then about all of this right first thing is this yeah and this is the thing about recycling that interests me the most how come recycling is still so sodding confusing like how is it possible that very green-minded people uh this is also complicated why can't it be easier
0: can be easier and there are parts of the world there are there are parts of parts of countries where they have really high recycling rates of like 80 90 stuff getting recycled so it's possible to recycle heaps and heaps and heaps how and much that, do we recycle that's yeah. a good thing uh, england recycles i think 43 percent at the last count uh i can't remember what wales is i think it's comfortably into the 50s huh. i think scotland is about england level but accelerating faster england has flatlined basically so that's a sad story meanwhile wales that was behind at the time has flying ahead really good so so what you've got there is is different policy approaches you've got in wales a much more interventionist government that says right all of the local authorities in wales are gonna have to follow a a thing that they call the blueprint for recycling so they Uh, the the blueprint uh, that's right uh and they look here you're gonna follow a blueprint that's That's right right. uh and they will have to recycle these things in this way and that will give us certain quality and blah 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 um In England, we have postcode lottery because we don't have a blueprint. We don't have government for England saying, thou shalt follow these basic principles of always recycle these materials. Why? Why? Because it's been left up to local authorities to decide what works for them. Why? Because of a political principles and dogma basically around uh not having central government regulations not having top down this and that uh quotes localism and i put that in quotes because it's localism when it works but of course it's not localism when we want fracking to happen or wind turbines not to happen their politics that kind of thing um so so yes but the other thing that makes it very confusing is that there is zero regulation really as to what packaging what materials you can use when you're making something or when you're marketing something and then there's a plethora of different labels um there's the triangle with a number in it there's the the mobius loop thing look it up because i don't really know what it is but it's a cool sounding name isn't it and um, that's a symbol and there's another squirrely circle symbol there's a bunch of different symbols and nobody knows what they mean anywhere on the planet um you don't i don't so <laughs> If you don't, no one does. I do have Wikipedia. One answer to that is well, let's have a a fixed regime. That in all places these things will be recycled. Yeah. Just Uh, sodding
1: well recycle
0: everything. That's right. Or, Or you
1: recycle black plastic. That's right. Recycle plastic bottles. Don't recycle kittens.
0: Uh, but you could also have the makers and the marketers of stuff being told, you will only package your sandwiches in stuff that is recyclable or whatever. Or we'll, or we'll put you in prison, Your These bottles, or we will spank you. That's right. But... Why don't we do that? Wouldn't it be even better? Well, we're maybe inching in that direction, and this is what our mate Govey is thinking about doing, is let's have a bit more regulation that says you will only be able to sell stuff in this recyclable stuff, whatever. There's a thing with recycling. So with you. if you can imagine... Uh, recycling as being like a circle. I'm doing spinny fingers again. Imagine it as a circle. Imagine it's a side plate, right? That's your... A what? Side plate. Side plate. Yes. So, jargony, this is your circular economy. So, you, you pull stuff out of the ground, or you grow it, or whatever, and you make it into a product, and so it's halfway around the circle, uh, the circle, or the side plate being used, and then... You're doing squiffy face. Um, <laughs> it... It finished being used and it goes into recycling tub and it gets mushed up, smashed up, whatever, and, it, and then it gets recycled into something else and it goes around the, around the circle. But the problem with that system and that idea, and it's, it's, it's much vogue... Ellen MacArthur Foundation and all the rest of it. You know, it's, it's, it's every government is saying, yes, we must do circular economy and we put stuff around in circle slots. Um, but none of them are talking about the size of the circle. And so more and more stuff flying into that circle. That circle's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Not a side plate anymore. It's a turkey plate. It's a swimming pool. So it's a big plate. It's a big circle. And the thing is that even when it was a small plate, you had stuff flying off the sides, particularly in the case of plastic. The right? plate was too small. Yeah, the plate. Well, you can only recycle plastic so many times.
1: Oh, well,
0: uh, then. Uh, and then because the, the polymers break basically, okay. but also plastic's lightweight, so it blows out. Foxes pull out bins, kittens piss on it, that kind of stuff. They deserve to go into recycling. That's right.
1: Reduce, reuse, recycle. It's very so last question for you then, do. Jules, uh, is about whether or not recycling, recycling is the devil, devil right? So at the start, you said recycling is a good idea, but it's like the, the worst good idea that we've got, or something like that. Like, it's my least favourite of the good ideas, or something like that. Well, anyway, said, you said something like that. Shut yeah. up. You go back and listen to the stuff, <laughs> right? Uh, but the I there's, good thing. there's a school of thought bloke I know, clever bloke of my acquaintance, said, no, recycling is a bastard because recycling is allowing all of this stuff to happen. Like because people out there are all fretting about their recycling, uh, that actually like they think as long as they've put their thing in the bin, that they don't have to be telling government to tell all the plastic companies to stop making stuff. Actually, it's a distraction. And do you think there's anything in that? Uh, <laughs> makes, us feel, makes us feel good. Makes us feel like we can drive to the beach in our 4x4 because we've done our recycling.
0: But I, I I think there may be something in that, but I also think let's let's choose our villains. So, um, yeah, some people, I know people, we all know people, they're lovely people, but in terms of the environment, they're evil because what they do is they do a bit of recycling and then they gobble 15 cows and a kitten in one pot of soup. And that's awful, isn't it? And the recycling doesn't balance that out. But do they think they're wonderful and green and et cetera because they did the recycling? Well, according to this narrative, they do. And therefore, recycling is a bad thing because they thought that they're virtuous, whereas actually they're evil for the other things that we don't like them for. Um, I I mean, for starters, I think that's a bit unfair and nasty and doesn't do much sort of credit to our ability surely to empathize with the fact that we are different people oh. and we see and feel the world differently and just being judgy like that is i've heard about this empathy thing. bit silly yeah yeah we were talking a bit about that in the last episode i must read about it
1: mm. is that the thing when you assume, you don't assume other people are bastards straight away
0: i don't is that what empathy I, I just someone told me to say it i don't yeah. really know right, what it means okay. uh so look the the thing about recycling and recycling as a distraction is that let's not be distracted by applying that to individuals who we think aren't good enough because they only recycle and they do other bad stuff. Because there's a real a real issue with recycling being used to put us all off track. And that is with the fossil fuel industry, stroke other side of the same coin, petrochemical industry wants to carry on making more and more and more plastic. Yes. So they project a quadrupling of plastic production between now and, and, and 2050, even as we're all horrified at how much plastic is spilling into the oceans and really harming animals, possibly us too. And it's obvious to us all that we actually need less plastic, not more. So what they're saying is it's all right, we can carry on having more and more plastic, we'll just recycle more. But recycling isn't going to solve that problem. Recycling has a place. It is a good thing. It is the least good thing because we should be focusing on reduce and reuse. The plastic making nasties who are massively invested in making more and more plastic, they are selling us the pup that we can deal with plastic pollution by recycling more. That is where the evil nasty distraction is because we can't. We have to reduce how much plastic we're using and just recycling more isn't going to cover that. And also, by the way, what they do is they go recycling recovery, and what they mean by recovery is burning it. And, and they think, and if you care about climate change, you should really care about this, burning plastic is about the least efficient way that you can burn a fossil fuel. Which is what plastic is. It is what plastic is, is, right? what a a plastic is in yeah. 99% of cases of plastic. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we underestimate the power of association so the association of if you're a dog a biscuit and then salivating as the classic Pavlov experiment yeah. did. And if this you're, happens if at I the European research group the uh, that's right <laughs> a banana. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So actually in your head this is called Hebbian, Hebbian learning. Cells that fire together wire together. It's a very interesting very powerful principle. It actually changes the structure of your brain. Now, the the association between caring about plastic because you've got a bit of plastic rubbish And the environment, because you've seen an image of a turtle with a straw up its nose, is surely a powerful thing. If you've connected people who hitherto didn't give a monkey's about environment to the environment and their behaviour... That's a good thing. And I think that actually we should be looking at this as environmentalists in quite a different way. And instead of being a bit scornful of those people, think, be thinking, right, what a great opportunity to take them in a bit more of a journey. How more can we build associations into that and, and take them further? So in a similar way that I think we should not be so scornful about people who do a bit of recycling and then go go on a flight, um, in this, we should be also not scornful of people who are doing away with the plastic straw whilst on a flight. We should be thinking instead... How can we make a better message and a message and a better journey?
1: Yeah, this is the thing I have thought actually about uh, people who say, oh, God, you've got all these people are worried about plastics and now they're not caring about climate change. Right. But to me, it's all the same thing. Like you've got a bunch of people who are who are giving a shit about what they do and what happens around them and the impact that is having on like the world. Right. And that's a thing that wasn't happening before and you need people to start thinking about that in order that they can care about something that's a lot harder to get your head round which is a colourless noiseless gas coming out of the back end of loads of stuff that is caused by people all around the world and everything we do and that's somehow contributing to a scientific process that no one really understands on a kind of you know gut level that's a lot harder than saying this straw what I've just got here that's going up the arsehole of a fish if I'm not careful with it and sometimes that's where you've got to start so I don't think you can have action on climate change until you start uh, talking about straws going up the arsehole of a fish. And with that, Jules, thank you very much for coming on sustainable With paper. Tin. With tin. If people want to follow you, find out more about what you do and go
0: through your bins, how do they do that? <laughs> uh, you may go through my Twitter bins at Julian underscore Kirby with a K-I-R-B. Uh, yep, follow me from there. As opposed to what? I, 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 forgot, I, forgot, the, I forgot the why. Should do that again?
1: Then put them in their places in the recycling bin. Good for you. So that is just about it for this week's Sustainable What with no oil to do this bit with me, I shall keep it nice and brief. Thank you very, very much to Jules for coming here and talking to us about recycling and all of its associated Farragos. Uh thank you as ever to the legendary Dickie Moore for the music that starts, ends, and intertwinkles this podcast, and to Arthur Stoville for the logo what adorns it and adorns our merchandise like t-shirts, well indeed only t-shirts, what you can get at www.sustainababble.fish If you like what you heard you can bung a bit of cash at your old babble just to keep the show on the road uh, we are uh, doing a little crowd funder money thing at wubblywubblywubbly.patreon p-r-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sustainababble where you can contribute to the small but wonderful army of people who bung us a bit of dosh to do things like fix our website which hopefully you have noticed is no longer crap uh, what else? Yeah, drop us an email if you like what you heard. Uh, we are, oh, bollocks can't do this and Ol's not even there to tell me off. Uh, what's our email address? Hello at sustainababble.fish That's the email address. Facebook, search Sustainababble. Twitter, at The Babble Wagon. Right, good. We'll be back next week. I shall have Ol in tow no matter what. And until then, look after yourself, Babble Army. I love you. Ol doesn't. Ol has very little respect for you. But I love you. Bye!
0: We should switch to a reuse model for kittens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or better still reduce kittens. No! No, that no, no, be no, good. no. Good for birds. Good for everyone.